Hey, good morning. It's chore time here at the Shank of the Day on Wax. Bob Bosold with you this morning. And maybe the big story of the day is probably weather later on. Now, the afternoon and evening chores could get uh, a little tricky because it's going to start snowing about, oh, 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon across much of the area. It's going to work in, obviously, from southwest, west across the state. And uh, the most snow is going to be down the southern part of the state, about the southern third of the state. The Dells farther south, they could get about nine inches around here anyway from, oh, two to six in our wax listening area. So, again, Vernon County south is where it's going to get heavier. And then way down south, it could end up with about nine inches before it's all said and done. And uh, that's nice. It's the end of December. We need some snow cover around Wisconsin. 23 will be the high temperature, so it's not going to be bitterly cold, and it's not going to be a, a blizzard-type snow. So, again, I don't think the winds are going to really blow and make it uncomfortable. But just be careful. If you do have to be out and about later on this afternoon into the evening hours, you're going to have to contend with some snow. Two to six inches around this area. Again, Vernon County south, four to four to eight down southern third of Wisconsin south of the Dells, probably about nine inches of snow going to fall today. And into the night and then tomorrow, it'll be just cloudy and mid-20s. So it'll come in, settle down, and uh, get it moved, and we'll have a nice snow cover, and that'll be a, a good thing. We know a little bit more about the uh, COVID aid money now that uh, they're still battling as far as 600 or $2,000 checks. But as far as the $13 billion for agriculture, how that's going to be spread out, Dairy Margin Coverage Program. What have we learned about the Dairy Margin Coverage Program? The sign-up in 2019, then this year in 2020, and uh, what about 2021? How many farmers signed up? We'll take a look at some of those numbers. And the 2020 corn crop, it was a good one in more ways than just yield. We'll talk about that as well from the uh, U.S. Grains Council. Done some testing and sampling around the country, and... uh, Some good news to talk about. Wisconsin has another member on the uh, Cattlemen's Beef Promotion and Research Board because our cattle herd in Wisconsin is getting bigger. A fourth member has been uh, nominated and named to the board. A gentleman from down in Linden, Wisconsin, Steve Springer. We'll talk about that as we go along, too. So lots of news to get to. And, of course, as we get to the first of the year, We'll have a lot of meetings coming up, including the agronomy update meetings. This year, they will be virtual. Remember Joe Lauer, Sean Connolly, and the gang? They're always out around the state having their meetings starting in Janesville and going up the East Coast and across Central and then down the western side of the state. Not going to happen this year. Everything is going to be virtual, so you've got to get signed up because the uh, first meeting will be held on January 1st. The second meeting will be January 7th, but you've got to register by January 3rd, and, of course, that's this coming Monday. So we'll talk about that and uh, get you registered, mainly crop consultants, but a lot of farmers go to that as well. So we'll talk about that. And besides uh, Joe, who's our corn specialist, and Sean Connolly, who's our soybean and small grain agronomist, we've also got some other speakers that... uh, We'll be there talking about forages and other products as well. So a busy time, and it is below zero. We're about one below zero right now in the Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls. I looked around at the major reporting stations. Now, 
Obviously, not every crook and cranny in the state reports, but I saw Land O'Lakes is 16 below this morning. Siren is 15 below this morning. Those look like the coldest spots out there. And uh, it's not going to be bitterly cold with that snow coming in today. But, uh, again, it will get white. Roads are good right now, so if you do have to travel, get out and do it. Because uh, by, oh, this time this afternoon, it might be awfully white around our part of the country. I won't say might, it will. Because it's, uh, it's tracking our way. Later on, this on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. On what will be a snowy Tuesday, but not till probably is it starting to get dark later on this afternoon. 5 o'clock, this is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news this morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Mucho. The top Senate Democrat hopes his colleagues move quickly to pass increased coronavirus stimulus payments for Americans. Chuck Schumer of New York said he'll attempt to pass the measure later today. The House already approved a bill to increase stimulus payments from $600 to 2000 The director of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation says authorities are probing the circumstances of the Christmas Day explosion in Nashville. David Roche said investigators don't know what type of amount of explosives was used. Evidence has been sent to the FBI lab in Virginia. Roche also said the suspect, Anthony Warner, the TBI, was not familiar with him until the bombing. AT&T says the majority of its services are back up and running in Nashville, Tennessee after the Christmas Day explosion. The company issued a news release on Monday saying its mobility network is now operating normally and nearly all home internet and video customers have been restored. Stored. This comes after federal officials said the blast disrupted 911 call centers, cell phone services, and phone lines across Tennessee. AT&T says it's continuing to address the few remaining services and customers that may still be impacted by the incident. I'm Tom Roberts. A Chinese journalist who reported from Wuhan as the coronavirus outbreak was starting is going to prison. Zhang Zhang's attorney said Monday a court in Shanghai sentenced her to four years in prison after convicting her of picking quarrels and provoking trouble. The 37-year-old journalist traveled from Shanghai to Wuhan in February to report on the outbreak. Good news for anyone craving a red velvet cupcake for breakfast. Lisa Taylor has more. It looks like the fan-favorite Pop-Tart flavor is back. It was discontinued three years ago, but boxes have been spotted on some grocery store shelves in the Midwest. No word yet when they'll expand nationwide. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Well, it's good to hear the world... This country, at least, isn't completely at the mercy of our devices. We got through it. Unfortunate bombing in Nashville. That crazy nut that did that on uh, Christmas morning, as they said, disrupted things. But life went on and uh, getting back to normal. So that's a good thing. Three minutes after five on a Tuesday morning uh, at Wax, a snowy morning. We'll tell you more about it. Weather Shield Transportation in Medford is looking for professional truck drivers to deliver product from Weather Shield window and door manufacturing facilities located in central Wisconsin. If you desire to become a part of a team of drivers who place a premium on customer service, safety, professionalism, and driver quality of life, please call them today at 1-800-654-8641 or apply online at weathershield.com slash contact. They offer an attractive pay package, sign-on bonus and benefits, quarterly bonus programs, company-paid life 
life insurance and short-term disability, holiday pay, and paid vacation upon hire and more. They are accepting CDL driving school graduates and have tuition reimbursement bonuses. They run a fleet of late model assigned equipment with a wide selection of loads delivering throughout the United States and Canada. Interested candidates should contact Weathershield Transportation at 642 South Whelan Avenue in Medford, weathershield.com slash contact, or call 1-800-654-8641. Weathershield Transportation is an equal opportunity employer. Are you looking for a new building or an addition? Maybe it's a church, a town hall, an office building, or manufacturing building. Whatever the case is, Ratch Engineering of Nilsville has you covered. Ratch Engineering has been in business for over 40 years and specializes in commercial, industrial, and public buildings. Ratch Engineering is an architectural engineering service company and has the expertise, knowledge, and experience that your project needs. Check out their website at ratchengineering.com to see their past designs and projects, or you can give them a call at 715 743 2240. From Arcadia to Kadat, from Stratford to Hickston, and everywhere in between and around, contact Ratch Engineering in Nilsville. If you say you want it, they'll make it happen. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're about five minutes after five o'clock on a Tuesday morning here at Wax, looking at our weather. This afternoon, oh, 3, 4 o'clock until about midnight, it's going to be white. It's going to snow, and it'll be about 2 to 6 inches in the, this area. Then you get down Vernon County to about the Dells, and it'll be a little higher amount of snow. And then from the Dells, southern third of the state, about 9 inches expected to fall down that way. So if you're traveling that way later on this afternoon, obviously, be aware of what you're getting into. You're going to be driving into it, not out of it. So, again, it will be snowing probably 3, 4 o'clock. It'll start till about 11 o'clock, maybe midnight. That's the way of it. High today will be about 23 with that snow. And then, uh, again, snow early overnight. Then uh, it'll stop snowing. Be about 18 above by short time tomorrow morning. And then on Wednesday, just cloudy, 25. Thursday, partly cloudy, 23. Maybe some more snow on Friday, New Year's Day with a high of 27, then just partly cloudy over the weekend. Highs in the upper 20s to lower 30s. And uh, right now, as we said, the coldest spot we found right now, Land Lakes, about 16 below. Sirens, 15 below. Rice Lakes, 8 below. Medford, 5 below this morning. It's 0 at Wausau. Marshfield, 1 above. It's 10 above in La Crosse. 2 below over at Green Bay. Madison, Sun Prairie is there getting ready for some snow. Hopefully they've got gas in their snow blowers. It's 8 above. Milwaukee is at 17 above here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We're 1 below. Again, looking for 23 in snow a little later on. We're also looking for some market numbers. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you're not alone. Call the 24-hour helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. 
Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, let's take a look at our markets courtesy of the folks at Rural Mutual Insurance. Cash livestock markets as we're into pretty much a full week of trading. The New Year's will be on Friday, and a lot of sale barns don't have Friday sales anyway. So uh, pretty much a, a full week of trading. But uh, choice-fed beef steers trading 95 to $1.04 with the mix from 58 to 95 Choice fed beef heifers ninety five to a dollar one with a mix seventy one to ninety five. High choice and prime fed Holstein steers eighty eight to ninety three and a quarter. Select and choice fifty two to eighty six. Cow market trading thirty seven and a half to fifty one with the top of the cows at sixty seven and a half. Bulls sixty one to eighty three. Butcher hogs trading uh, last week thirty eight to forty two. Sows twenty five to thirty five, and the boars eleven to twenty one. New crop market lambs one thirty to one eighty five, and the feeder lambs a dollar fifty five to three sixty. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday for livestock futures, cattle prices were higher. We've got uh, February at one fifteen seventy seven. That was up eighty. April cattle one nineteen fifty two up fifty five. In June one fourteen eighty up thirty two. Feeder cattle prices were mostly higher. January at $141 even, that was up seven cents. March, $142.60, up 27. April at $144.12, that was up 20. May feeder cattle, $145.25, up two. August, down 20 cents at $150.60. And the hog contracts were lower yesterday. February, lean hog contracts, $66.50, down 45. April at $70.75, down 35. May hogs at 75.47, down 55, and June at 81.87, that was down 45. And taking a look at the Board of Trade overnight, well, they'll catch their breath. We're getting closer to the end of the year, of course, and traders are positioning themselves to make sure they are square at the end of the year as we get closer and closer. And uh, overnight, not a lot of movement. March corn down a penny at 4.55, March oats up a penny at 3.38. The wheat up a penny at 6.15. March soybeans down three, both January and March soybeans, at 12.53 this morning. And the uh, March meal down $1.80 at $410.90. Barrel cheese up a half a cent to 147. Blocks up a cent and three quarters at 161 and a half. Butter down three and a quarter at 149 and a quarter. Class three mixed. December down a penny, 15.70. January down another 24 cents, 16.42. February up four at seventeen seventy three. March down two at seventeen sixty three. April up three at seventeen forty five. As those prices were up the rest of the year out through September. So that's the way the markets look this morning, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, and we'll get uh, updates on uh, sale barn activity coming up. We're eleven minutes after five o'clock. Minus one. We're looking for some snow coming in later on this afternoon. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. 
the first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 11 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, we'll take a look at some of our farm news. But again, we're talking some snow, accumulating snow. And this is something we usually play before Christmas, but I think it's kind of appropriate on a, a day like today, isn't it? Here's Trisha Yearwood. I think that works pretty good this morning, don't you? Because if you get the fire going and uh, get her in there, fellas, and give her some popcorn, (laughs) by the time she looks out, oh, it's too late to go home. The snow is too heavy. You might as well stay here tonight. (laughs) Good luck with that. That's Trisha Yearwood. Let it snow on wax. We're about a quarter after five, and we do have, again, if you're just rolling out of bed later on this afternoon, Starting, oh, 3, 4 o'clock until maybe 11 o'clock midnight. It's going to snow 2 to 6 inches or so around this area. And if you get in the southern part of the state, a lot more. From about the Dells on south, it'll be about 9 inches. We'll take a look at some news in the world of agriculture this morning. Right now, it's one below in this part of the country. Farm News brought to you by Dummer's Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummer's Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory, family owned and operated since 1982. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And again, our farm news brought to you by Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. And at Doomer's Grain in uh, Holman today, corn is $3.97, soybeans $11.97. At Buck Country in Arcadia, corn is $4.02 a bushel. And your soybeans will cash at eleven ninety seven. We now have more details on how much COVID aid money will be going to agriculture in the bill signed by President Trump on Sunday. It does call for thirteen billion dollars in direct aid to farmers, with another thirteen billion going to food and nutrition type programs. Of the thirteen billion going to farmers, five billion of the total is to go for twenty dollar an acre payments for row crop farmers with corn growers getting about $1.8 billion, soybean farmers $1.7 billion, and wheat growers can expect to split $890 million. Another $1 billion is designated for contract growers of livestock and poultry to cover up to 80% of their losses so far during the pandemic. Now, dairy would also see some funding under the bill, it calls for the USDA to spend $400 million to buy milk for processing into products that can be donated to food banks and other charities. And, of course, that has helped the dairy prices, obviously. It would also make dairy producers eligible for payments up to $470 million through a supplemental version of the Dairy Margin Coverage Program. And sign-ups for the 2021 Dairy Margin Coverage Program made a big comeback from 2020. Last year, 51% of dairy signed up for the program. That's a drop of 33% from 2019. When I say last year, I'm really talking about this year, 2020, when dairy prices were rebounding, of course, and dairy farmers thought the trend would continue into 2020, so they didn't sign up. 
But then COVID hit, knocking the bottom out of most markets, including dairy. For 2021, signups did jump another 17% from this year, 2020, with over 68% of the nation's dairies getting involved in next year's coverage. Last year, with a falling sign-up, Wisconsin dairy farmers did get the most return on investment, getting $47.6 million from the DMC. Minnesota was second at $26.7 million, followed by California, Pennsylvania, and New York. California got $17.7 million, Pennsylvania $11.3 million, and uh, New York $11 million as far as the... Uh, those payments were concerned. And uh, taking a look at other news, as we said earlier, Wisconsin has another member on the Cattlemen's Beef Promotion and Research Board. Steve Springer of Linden was appointed. He's a third-generation beef farmer who's been in the cattle business for about 40 years. He owns a commercial cow-calf operation of around 250 cows. Springer was appointed uh, as a result of the fourth seat Wisconsin recently got as a result of the increased cattle inventories in the state. Already on the Cattlemen's Beef Board, Bob Mitchell of Wasika, Terry Quam of Lodi, and Daphne Holterman of Watertown. The Cattlemen's Beef Board does consist of 99 members, including domestic beef, dairy, and veal producers, as well as importers of beef and beef products. So, again, another member from Wisconsin, Steve Springer of Linden on the Cattlemen's Beef Board. Nineteen and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, and we're going to hear about uh, well, thoughts on dairy policy in 2021. Edge Dairy Cooperative is going to join our Caitlin Riley to talk about that. That's next, right here on whack hiring bonus high wages and paid vacation time look no further sierra pacific windows in maryland medford is hiring entry-level positions start at 1875 an hour with a two dollar shift differential there are multiple shifts available and they vary by location don't forget about sierra pacific's hiring bonus which could earn you up to fifteen hundred dollars no experience no problem they offer training and promote from within. Sierra Pacific Windows offers a great benefit package, including paid vacation, retirement contributions, company paid life insurance, and low-cost health benefits. For more information and how to apply at all three locations, including their newest wood window location in Merrill, call or visit SierraPacificWindows.com and click Careers. Start your next career with one of the most rapidly growing window companies in the U.S., Sierra Pacific Windows. Sierra Pacific is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer, including those with a disability and veterans. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. In about three weeks, we'll have new occupants at the White House, new leader, although retooled new leader at the USDA, Tom Vilsack. But in other words, things will be different as we get into 2021. What does that mean for agriculture? Bob Bostel at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And all farm organizations are trying to figure that out. What do we look forward to in 2021? And Caitlin, you talked to some folks that are wondering that same thing. 
That's right, Bob. Don't we all wish that we had a crystal ball and we knew what people are going to propose, what policies are going to be put in action, and how this was going to impact our business? From the western end of the world's longest barn in lacrosse, I'm Caitlin Riley, and I had the chance to talk with Michael Torrey. He works with the Michael Torrey Associates, but he's a consultant for the Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. And so he knows a lot about the ins and outs, not only of policy, but also how it can input impact our farmers on the ground level. And so I asked him what he foresees with this new administration, because it's not just the president, it's members of Congress and other individuals that have changed seats, changed hands. And we're trying to figure out what that can mean for you and your individual business. And I asked him what that impact can be for our dairy producers. Well, it's a very good question. So let me just begin from a process standpoint, talking about how we see things uh, moving forward. In a few days, I guess, or a month or so, we're going to have President-elect Biden inaugurated with, as best we know, a Democratic House and uh, to be determined whether the Senate is going to be controlled by Republicans or Democrats. We're going to know that on January 5th when the runoff occurs in Georgia for those two Senate seats. And the outcome of that will have an impact on some of the challenges facing dairy farmers And I offer that in the sense that you may recall Vice President, now President-elect Biden, ran on an agenda that had several proposals, but probably the one that would impact agriculture the most would be some of the thinking around climate change. And if the Senate remains Republican, it's going to provide a bit of a check and balances to some of the agenda items that the progressives have been pushing within the Democratic Party. So that part is to be determined. At the same time, um, we have the general farm and dairy economy that probably is not going to change much from the trajectory it's on, starting with trade. Uh, President Trump and his administration, as we all know, and all your listeners know, decided to offer up a reset on several significant trading relationships that are important for dairy. The one we talk about the most, obviously, is the uh, North American Free Trade Agreement and the rewrite of that, and clearly Mexico being the number one market for dairy. That was significant in addition to trying to level the playing field a little bit with Canada. But at the same time, the efforts on trade impacted other countries, and some of those relationships and negotiations resulted in aid or government support to those industries that were impacted. And dairy was one of those. And so the question becomes going forward, is the work that was done during the Trump administration, is that groundwork been laid in a way that it's going to not change? And we in agriculture will have the markets that were being worked on in the last four years. So that's kind of the the number one watch out. Is the trade economy for agriculture going to be strong or stronger as a result of what's happened in the last four years? The other part of this clearly is we are going to be going into the next farm bill in 2023, but when we think about those folks that have been champions for this industry, that have been champions for the the dairy farmers of EDGE, we know that they were, in large part, pretty familiar with dairy policy. And I think Colin Peterson or Pat Roberts is just two examples The change in the caucuses, both Republican and Democrat, have been pretty significant. 
there are a lot of new faces and there are not a lot of existing members that understand or can talk about dairy policy. So for all of us, we are going to have to begin working on that old fashioned word advocacy, meaning if ever there was a time for farmers to be telling their story, it's going to be this next year. And we're going to have to be very persistent, not only in telling the story, but finding those that are willing to advocate on our behalf within Congress. I know that a lot of our farmers and producers out there say, let's leave politics out of it. Let's just talk about agriculture. But as you just laid out, there's a lot of influences that can impact what we do in our day-to-day lives. And when it comes to advocacy, I know we're stretched thin as is. Not everyone has time, but what are some of the simple steps that we can take to send that message out there? What are some of the groups that we can request do that on our behalf? Well, uh, I want to go back to the first part of something you observed about letting politics just stay out of the way and let farmers do what they best do best, and that's produce food. I could not agree more because you look at every day farmers go about their business, and all they want is a marketplace, unfettered, that allows them to take their product to the consumer. And yet think about the challenges they have And that, like it or not, government is involved, and I think most of us don't like it. Climate change is a great example where, from a societal standpoint, there are those that want to put mandates and cost on the farm, forgetting that, you know, the original, the pioneer environmentalists are farmers. They're already doing a lot of things out there. And all they're saying is that any new policy that you put forward we believe has to be science-based. It's got to be guided by farmers. And you've got to respect the fact that every farmer is different. Or let's go to workforce. You know, what's the one thing that's holding production agriculture back? And for that point, a lot of those involved in the entire supply chain, even on the processing, manufacturing, and distribution side, and that's having an adequate workforce. And yet at the same time, Congress has not acted in a responsible way to ensure that producers have the labor they need to deliver the product. So once again, this is a decision point with Congress. And then, of course, there's trade. And dairy farmers uh, do a great job, as all farmers do, on producing food. But they have to have a marketplace for that. And yet government and politics get involved in determining what and how much access and to whom their product should be allowed to have. So again, here we're back into the the trough of government trying to deal with things that that we should just be allowed to move forward under the whole principle of freedom to operate. We should be allowed to, to have the freedom to operate. And I won't even get into the labeling and guidelines as far as dairy labeling and dietary guidelines. So at the end of the day, you know, what can we do? Well, the one thing we can't do is decide that someone else is gonna do it. You know, there's fewer farmers than there used to be. I think all of your listeners know that. And if you're sitting there, and I know that Edge thinks about this day in and day out, that if you're sitting there and you feel like politics and government are getting in your way, then you need to take at a minimum a moment and make a contact, um, even if it's with the district office of your elected official, whether it's your member of Congress or your senator, and you need to let them know that it's having an impact. And, And Edge, that's the one thing they've worked very hard on in the last several years was to build up that grassroots, to expand their voice, to bring a lot of intellectual capital to the table from their producer members, 
and then try to move the needle in their favor. And of course, I think it goes without saying that the folks, your neighbors, your local press, they need to understand your challenges too, because we're democracy, we're representative government. These folks don't show up in DC and come up with their own ideas, although I guess a few do, but those ideas start in the countryside. And that means it starts with each one of your listeners. And again, that's a little bit of the uh, thoughts moving ahead on 2020 with folks from the Edge Dairy Cooperative. It's 5.30 in the morning here at 20 in a row. Wax 104.5. At Channel, we're saying no to excess noise and focusing on what you really need. Customized recommendations and expert advice from people you can count on. Because when you turn down all the extra noise... You can hear yourself succeed. This moment of clarity is brought to you by Channel. Discover how a Channel Seedsman can help drive performance in your fields. Visit channel.com slash results. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we're going to get our weather. We'll get some local news. And we've got still a whole lot to get done this morning here on Wax. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation have been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And before we get to Kelly and find out more about that snow moving into our area, take a look at some of the uh, other things going on in the world of agriculture. By most accounts, the 2020 corn crop across the country was a good one, and reports from the U.S. Grain Council verify that assumption. They are reporting this year's crop has a higher test weight, lower moisture content, and lower total damage than in any of the past five years. After testing samples from all over the country, the council says 94.5% of the crop met the grade factor for number two corn. In fact, I think it was about 84%, 85% made number one. And this year's crop had higher test weights than any year in the past five, had lower total damage, as well as lower moisture content this year's corn crop. 14.5 billion bushels was the third biggest corn crop ever in the United States. And shortly after the first of the year, of course, we will get an update on uh, USDA. We'll have one of their final, under the Trump administration, one of their final crop reports as far as how big this crop was and uh, just exactly uh, what we're looking at going forward as far as acres expected to be planted and uh, all kinds of uh, other information will come out after the first of the year. And also some other things for uh, young people, scholarships. The 4-H Foundation accepting scholarship applications now for the uh, Wisconsin 4-H Foundation. And you've got time. March 15th is the deadline. And those 4-H Foundation scholarships are awarded to students based on demonstrated personal growth through 4-H, development and leadership in 4-H, academic performance, and future educational goals. To be eligible for a Wisconsin 4-H Foundation scholarship, students must have been a Wisconsin 4-H member, of course, for at least three years have a grade point at least 2-5 on a 4-0 scale. Even I would have qualified for that. <laughs> and be enrolled or planning to enroll at a university, 
college or technical school during the 2021-22 academic year. Scholarship winners from previous years are not eligible to receive a second 4-H Foundation scholarship. So got 4-H members that are going to go on. These scholarships are available. They've got more than $15,000 that they're going to award in scholarships, and uh, higher education is not getting any cheaper. So, again, make those requests by Monday, March 15th. So you still got plenty of time to do it, but, again, Talk to your 4-H member that's graduating and uh, going on to college and see what their thoughts are. I know I could have used some money, even though college education was a lot cheaper when I went to school than it is now. All right, let's get on with it, because you better find out where the snow blower, the snow plow, the snow shovel is, because it's going to turn white here later on, at least I think. Let's go over to Skywarn 13 and check in right now with Kelly Slifka. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. And... Uh, Again, we can kind of laugh at folks in southern Wisconsin. They're going to have more to move, huh? Yeah, you know, they got hit by one a few weeks ago. Where they oh, had... I know. They got six or eight inches down around Madison. Right, yeah, and it looks like it's going to be impacting the same areas again, uh, maybe about six to as much as nine inches down there in extreme southern Wisconsin. So the two to four that we're expecting today, we can definitely handle. But it will be causing some problems on some of the roads later this afternoon and this evening. But we've got some uh, dry conditions, just really cold this morning with the uh, clear skies that we had overnight. Many locations dropping below zero. Unfortunately, the clouds are starting to creep across the Mississippi River already. So those clouds, just as right when the sun's coming up, will start to be moving on in and halting our warm-up real quickly. But it's going to be cold this morning. I don't think the snow will really start here in the Eau Claire area until about 4 o'clock. Areas to the west after 3 o'clock, starting to move in from the south and west throughout the uh, mid-afternoon hours. Once the snow moves in, it'll be light to moderate and pretty steady right until about midnight before it starts to dissipate. And we're looking at about 2 to 4 inches in most areas. There might be some isolated turtles as get down toward Black River Falls. That could be getting a little bit closer to uh, 5 inches. But this should be tapering off after midnight and then just some kind of cloudy overnight. The good news is we don't have a lot of wind with this storm system or a lot of cold air that typically follows it either. Just kind of seasonable for the next few days. 23 today. Looking at that snow continuing through uh, midnight before tapering tonight down to 18. Once again, about 2 to 4 inches. Some isolated totals closer to 5. By tomorrow, we should see skies turn partly cloudy in the afternoon as we get up to 25. And really uh, pretty seasonable for Thursday for New Year's Eve. Mostly sunny and a high of 23. Right now in Eau Claire with the clear skies, currently 0 degrees. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. But the further south you go, the morning, what did I hear you say earlier? South of the Dells, 9 inches? Oh, well, 6 to 9. 6 to 9. Yeah, they're going to be pretty isolated 9-inch totals. This isn't a real organized system. It's just taking up a lot of space across the middle of the country. All right, but uh, we're going to get white. Yeah, we're going to get white for all, a lot of folks. Nothing we can't deal, deal no. with, so it's not going to be a big problem for us. Happens every year, doesn't yeah, it? It does, finally, finally for us this <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, really. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. So there you have it. That's what's going to happen. It's going to start snowing. It's December. Why not? I'm Shannon Latham. Get the quality you need for the germination and performance you want. Latham Seeds has the soybean brands right for your fields. New 1094 E3 has outstanding yield potential and tolerance to high salt soils. Proven performer 1429 LLGT27 has great lateral branching and a strong defensive package. 1995 E3 is a superstar and can handle salts. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. 
feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 22 minutes before 6 o'clock. We've got some markets to get to. A busy day on Monday, of course. But first of all, let's get some local news. And uh, Morgan joins us once again from the newsroom. Good morning. Well, here's what we're learning today. We'll start with news from our area, including a deadly crash in Trempolo County. One person is dead, another seriously hurt. That was after a crash in Trempolo County. We know now the county sheriff's office says a car hit a truck driving in the opposite way on State Road 93 near Lewis Valley Road. That was over the weekend. The driver of the car was pronounced dead at the scene. The sheriff's office says the driver of the truck was seriously hurt. A vehicle crash led to an OWI for a Hayward man. 29-year-old Andrew Ferguson was arrested for operating under the influence first offense with a child in the vehicle. There is a crash scene when one vehicle crash reported and the officers saw signs of alcohol use and impairment in Ferguson. No one was injured in the crash. The seven-year-old passenger was transported to an area hospital and released a family. Well, there are more signs from public health that we're moving past the coronavirus spike in our state. The State Department of Health Services yesterday said the coronavirus count in the state is at its lowest point since mid-September. DHS yesterday reported an average weekly positive count of just under 2,000 cases. That's roughly the same as it was back in September. At the peak in November, that weekly positive count was nearly 8,000 cases. You can always find that direct link to DHS online. We keep that handy at 715newsroom.com. Meanwhile, that doesn't mean we're in the clear. Doctors at one of Eau Claire's hospitals continue to prepare themselves for a coronavirus jump. HSHS Sacred Hearts Emergency Room Director Robin Schultz yesterday said the hospital is waiting to see if there is a post-Christmas jump in coronavirus cases. Public health managers warned that the virus would increase if people didn't stay home for the holidays. The expected post-Thanksgiving jump in coronavirus positives, however, never really materialized here in our area or the rest of the state. And on that note, there are no plans to stop testing for the coronavirus at UW campuses, as the university system yesterday said they will be extending their free testing at campuses across the state. And ho, ho, ho! Wasn't just Santa that was generous this year. A lot to be proud of in our own community. People digging deep for the Christmas Village this year. Chippewa Falls City officials say donations this year at Urban Park jumped 50%. That's a record. There's no firm count on just how much was raised or how many visitors drove through Urban Park because the Christmas Village is still open. But Chippewa Falls is looking for volunteers maybe. Well, you know what the next step is to take down the village and its lights. If you're interested, we have more info posted online, 715newsroom.com. And that's one of the reasons we love living around here and not in, well, say Florida. I know Bob has a soft spot for stories like this. Let's see what the Florida man has been up to in 2020. Ah, Florida man. You've heard it. It's a phrase that's taken on a life of its own over the years. All you have to do is Google it up. Florida man. Florida man sets hospital bed on fire to get the nurse's attention. Drunk Florida man drives lawnmower on highway. Florida man dressed as Spider-Man spotted using power washer on his roof. And Florida man was busy in 2020 dressing up as the Grim Reaper on a panhandled beach in the midst of the pandemic. Another Florida man set his car on fire in an unusual way. A driver in Charlotte County made that mistake. He said he was burning a candle in his car and it tipped over onto some papers. He tried to put the flames out in a parking lot, but it was too late. Just recently, a Clearwater man went for almost 40 years believing he was Captain Kirk's son. But his 36-year mission to prove his relation to Shatner ended with a DNA match to a woman with a different father. 
Florida man. One of the top stories of 2020. You know, even though we have some more winter weather headed our way and Jack Frost is knocking again, I think I'd stay right here over the Sunshine State. Born and raised in Boyceville and from our local 715newsroom.com, I'm Morgan McCarthy and now you are up to date on Wax 104.5 with Bob Bosold and the Midwest Farm Show. And nobody knows how to celebrate Pickle Fest any better than Morgan over there in Boyceville. So again, we uh, we urge you to be careful because, uh, I don't know, driving with a burning candle in the car, that doesn't take a, a lot of brains, does it? But to each their own. All right, we've got uh, markets coming up. I want to tell you about Premier Livestock in Withy. They're having a, a special sale, and it's a showcase dairy cattle auction. It will be tomorrow at 11 a.m., a complete herd dispersal from uh, some really good, good cattlemen. The, the Charlie Hanlon of Beldenville herd, 90 high-quality Holsteins and three Fleckvay cross dairy cows. The majority are first and second lactation, all AI sired. Current sires include King Boy, Modesty, Byway, Doorman, Crush, Airlift, Top Notch, Brutus, many more, Cabriolet, many more. A lot of top-end supreme cows in this herd. Plus, see 14 Holstein dairy cows fresh, two- and uh, three-year-old cows. They're coming from Utterful Dairy. 14 high-quality dairy cows, all stages of lactation, extensive vaccination records coming in from long-laid Holsteins down in Pepin County, and uh, from Z&Z Farms at North Freedom, six high-quality Holstein dairy cows fresh, 30 to 90 days with damn records, up to 32,000 pounds. Premier Livestock expecting 300 head of dairy cattle at this sale. Again, that's tomorrow, Wednesday, December 30th, 11 a.m. Check out premierlivestockandauctions.com for more details and check out the Holiday Showcase Dairy Cattle Auction on Wednesday, December 30th at 11 a.m. If you're looking for top quality cattle, you'll find them tomorrow at Premier Livestock. Almost 16 minutes before 6 o'clock, and we'll get to some more markets coming up here on Wax. As a company founded by farmers, Rural Mutual Insurance has long understood the unique needs of the Wisconsin egg industry and the people who work hard every day. Eva and Tom Curtis of Rice Lake offer farm families the best advice, personalized coverage, and fast claim service. As Wisconsin's number one farm insurer, be confident that your farm is properly protected with Eva and Tom Curtis. Call Eva at 715-403-2223 to get a farm insurance quote from the leaders in the field. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, 16 minutes before 6 o'clock. And if you are just rolling out or just getting the radio on, if you got uh, things to do, you get them done easily before about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Then after that, it's going to start snowing, maybe 2 to 4 inches around here. Further south you go, the heavier the snow will get. Not a blizzard-type situation by any means. It's just going to snow, and we're used to it, but it's awful nice when you're prepared for it. So if you do have to do any driving, if you can get it done earlier in the day, you might be happy about that. Let's go to the markets as we head south to the Equity Sparta Barn. Here's Rod Knutson with what happened on Monday. The slaughter call mark today steady with 20% of the cows at 50 to 60, 60% of the cows at 38 to 50, and 20% of the cows at 38 and down. 
Uh, organic cows coming in at 62 to 76. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls, 68 to 75. With your Canada lightweight utility and heavy bulls at 68 in town. Fed cattle market steady with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers, a dollar four to a dollar eight. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at 90 to a dollar three. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 95 to 98. Choice overnight Holstein steers 92 to 96. Choice Holstein steers 78 to 92. With your standard select steers and heifers and heavyweight cattle at 78 and down. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves 90 to a dollar 30. Heifer calves at 20 to 80. And the good beef up calves at dollar 50 to 240 a pound. I'm Shannon Latham. Get the quality you need for the germination and performance you want. Latham Seeds has the soybean brands right for your fields. New 1094 E3 has outstanding yield potential and tolerance to high salt soils. Proven performer 1429 LLGT27 has great lateral branching and a strong defensive package. 1995 E3 is a superstar and can handle salts. Pick quality yields. Visit LathamSeeds.com or call 877-GO-LATHAM. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got more market information to get to as we head over to, oh, well, let's go east now. We went south to Sparta. Let's go east and head over to the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is up and at him. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, Bob, and a very good morning to you. We're doing real good this morning. Uh, sitting in a very comfortable uh, in the house here this morning. I've been uh, looking around to see who gets the prize for the for the lowest temperature, I did see one town, I uh, forget which one it was, uh, 13 below zero, so I don't know if that's a... No, that that's a, not it. Land Lakes is 16 below. Oh, good for them. Well, we're just balmy here. It's only one below. You yeah, know, so. it's not going to be bad, but we'll get a little snow later on, but uh, that'll be nice. We need that. That is for sure. So by 3, 4 o'clock, you'll have things well in hand at the sale barn. So uh, it's Tuesday already. How'd it go yesterday? Hi, Bob. Thank you, and good morning, everyone. A summary from yesterday, Monday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the market cow sale yesterday, a mostly steady trend on the cows. High-yielding fleshier cows on yesterday's sale, selling from 52 up to a top of 59.5. Most of the cows on yesterday's sale, your average cows are selling from 40 to 51. Thinner cows, lighter carcass cows. Uh, those are below 40. On the bull trade, to start the week, your better quality bulls, mostly from 68 to 75. Your weight bulls, 65 and below. On the Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are selling from uh, 82 to 92. Yielding choice Holsteins from 92 to 94. Select steers under finished steers, 81 and below. Now on the calf market yesterday, uh, Big demand on the Holstein bull calves, very active market on the bull calves. Again, buyers quite selective, though, on the quality, but the real fancy 90, 230-pound bull calves, selling mostly from 50 to 130. We did have uh, top bull calves up to 140 on yesterday's sale. Better demand for heifer calves yesterday, mostly from 25 to 50. And the uh, beef calves, uh, good demand on those, 120 uh, up to 240 and topping at 275 on the Black Angus calves yesterday's sale. Now, today, Tuesday here in Stratford, we get underway this morning at 10 o'clock with the uh, hay and bedding sale. And again, uh, we do have Ruby uh, hay available today for you folks, so if you're looking for rounds or squares, we'll have them. That, again, does start at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock today will be the market cow sale. We also sell organic market cows today at 11, and then the conventional market cows to follow that, and also baby calves today. Tomorrow, Wednesday, full marketing day here at Stratford tomorrow. We do sell market cows tomorrow, sheep, hog, and goats, baby calves, feeder cattle tomorrow at noon. 
And we are open on Thursday uh, this week. The only uh, a change in the schedule would be on Thursday we uh, will sell market cattle only on Thursday. We're not going to be selling any baby calves on Thursday, so uh, keep that in mind for the rest of the week here. So, Bob, with that, we'll turn it back to you. And, folks, uh, drive careful, enjoy the snow or whatever. I think the bulk of this is going to be south, though, isn't it? Well, the heaviest snow will get two to four or five across our part of the state, but the bulk will be, you know, South Vernon County south. But, uh, you know, not a blizzard, just uh, just a winter snow in Wisconsin. So we'll deal with it. So uh, maybe the mafia will come out with their plows and take care of you. Well, <laughs> well we won't keep our fingers crossed on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Hey, have a good one, Jerry. We'll talk to you in the morning. Betcha, Bob. Thank you much. There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. We're about 10 minutes to 6. It's zero right now and snow coming later on this afternoon. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we continue with market information as we go to train livestock over in Thorpe. And what a bonus for me. I get to talk to Michelle two days in a row. Good morning. Hey, good morning. So what... You uh, consider that a bonus? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Anytime I get a chance to visit with you, I consider that a bonus. All right, there you go. Well. So uh, you better get your walk in early today. It might get uh, a little bit white by later on tonight. Yeah, a little sketchy. That's okay, though. I mean, I'm I'm okay with the snow. I think Just most people are. Not... Yeah. yeah, the only thing that I really don't like about snow is, one is when it's really cold out and it's windy and it blows in your face. That's, I really, I mean, otherwise I don't mind it for a couple of months. But when it's blowing in your face. I don't think that's what we're going to have. So you should love this. It'll be nice. Two yeah, to four right? inches. Yeah, no, I don't see any wind out there. So should be just a nice winter okay. snow. And it will get everything yeah. plowed out for the sale tomorrow night. But uh, you had one last night. How'd that sale go, Michelle? All right, thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Monday, December 28th at Tureen Livestock Market. In the Slaughter Market, we tapped at 66 with a consignment by Schmidt Family Farm Enterprises of Bruce. 82% of the cows sold from 43 and higher. Market cows were 55 to 65, low yielding cows 44 to 54, thin and weak cows 43 and lower. In the Holstein Steer Market, Choice and Prime, 84 to 95. Selects were 83 and down. Four B-type steers and heifers choice, 86 to 96. Selects were 85 and lower. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 65 to 74 with utilities at 64 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves sold from 75 to $126 per head. We topped at 128 with a consignment by Weaver Zimmerman of Stanley. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 10 to $40 per head, beef calves 90 to 220 per head. In the hog market, there was no test on the butcher. Styles were 30 to 33, boars were 19 and below. Our next sale will be tomorrow, Wednesday, December 30th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. For tomorrow's sale, we have a consignment of 40 hogs. If you have any questions or you need trucking, give us a call at the market, 
at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned in that brain market. Have a great day. You have a great day, too. And, uh, again, enjoy the snow later on. And uh, we'll talk to you Thursday morning after the Wednesday sale. How's that? Sounds good. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Treen Livestock in Thorpe. As we're about seven minutes before 6 o'clock. More markets. We'll check the grain and dairy prices courtesy of Synergy Cooperative. Small business is the backbone of America. Right here in northwestern Wisconsin, Synergy Cooperative gets it because they are local businesses based right here in our own backyard. From their Synergy Cooperative convenience stores, their implement dealership, their auto service centers, and so much more. Synergy Cooperative salutes all small businesses of the area and encourages us all to shop local. Shop small business for the benefit of all of us. Best wishes to everyone this holiday season from Synergy Cooperative. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And taking a look at the rest of our market, for to trade a little quiet overnight. This morning, March corn is sitting a penny lower at 455. Oats up a penny at 338. March wheat up a penny at 615. March soybeans, January and March, down about three at two at twelve fifty-three a bushel. Meal down a dollar eighty a ton at four hundred ten dollars and ninety cents. Country elevator prices at uh, wheat and grain service on Chippewa Falls location. Wheat and location corn today cash is at four oh nine. The beans eleven eighty six. Connorsville four oh nine and eleven seventy three. Dummer's Grain Service in Holman corn today is at three ninety seven. The beans at eleven ninety seven at Buck Country in Arcadia. Cash corn today is 402 with the beans at 1197 on our DTN screen. At Golden Plump, corn is 398 a bushel. At Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek, 401 on the corn, 1182 on the soybeans. At the Osseo Elevator for Countryside, 407 on the corn, 1182 on the beans. Out at Elk Mound, corn's 403, soybeans 1184 down at Sparta. Corn caches at 401, beans 1172, Ellsworth 393 and 1182. At the ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville today 421 a bushel, Stanley 411 at the Richmond Grain Facility 406. Barrel cheese traded a half a cent higher to $1.47, blocks up one and three quarters, 161 and a half, butter down three and a quarter at 149 and a quarter, December class three down a penny at 1570. January down 24 at 1642. February up four at 1773. March down two at 1763. April up three at 1745. And then prices were higher all the way out through September of 2021. And again, snow coming in uh, later on today, three, four o'clock this afternoon, two to four inches around here. The farther south you go, the more they're going to get. But it shouldn't be a problem. It doesn't, not a blizzard type condition at all. But, uh, just plan ahead. 23 today, cloudy tomorrow, and 25. Wax 104.5.